Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the alien role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Chariots of the Gods. It was written by Andrew E.C. Gaska, and it's available from Free League Publishing. Our game mother is Tyler Hudak, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lightley as his character, Dr. Flynn Powell. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stuart. Thank you, Tom. <clears throat> Dr. Flynn Powell, operating license MA0332. Commissioned year 2110, assistant medical chief and researcher, USCSS Cronus. Our Wayland yutani scientific mission had a survey crew of 17 and we were sent to LV-1113, planetoid in the 26th Dracona system. Acting on information the company had received, our mission was to travel to the planet and collect samples of an extraterrestrial chemical known as chemical agent A03959X. We noted life on the planetoid was unusually aggressive, potentially from exposure to the chemical, but we were not able to prove that hypothesis. The research team spent some time experimenting with the chemical, which I had limited access to. Later, we found that spores released in the air had a high chance, if breathed in, to mutate rapidly within the host, leading to a lethal blood-bursting process of giving birth to a horrific creature. Fortunately, these creatures were contained to LV-1113, or in the science module of the ship. We unfortunately had to eject that module after takeoff as the infection spread rapidly within it before we could finish the creation of a vaccine to stop the infection. I helped administer that vaccine to the remainder of our crew, but unfortunately we're not quick enough as about half of the remaining crew eventually became extremely violent and in one case gave birth to another of these blood bursters. The remaining five crew members, myself included, decided the best course of action was to lock ourselves in the cryo chambers, lock the room and leave the ship's synthetic, Ava, to maintain the ship until it arrived home and could receive assistance. 2183, 73 years later, my surviving crew and I were revived from our cryo chambers by the rescuing crew of the USCSS Montero. Captain Augustine, Pilot Joe Landry, Corporate Rep Harker, and Roughneck Tech Coleman. We learned from them that one of their own crew was murdered by something on board our ship. Dear God, is it starting all over again? Shortly after, one of my crewmates, Cooper, had a bloodburster erupt, tearing from his head. Thank all that's holy, Joe Landry quickly drew her sidearm, put several rounds into it, ending its terrible life. We managed to secure the last of the vaccine, knowing we need to escape back to the Montero. We were all, we were all horrified to hear that self-destruct sequence initiate on board the Montero. What the hell is happening? All right. Uh, before we get started, just uh, to let everybody know, uh, with it with the Alien role playing game and cinematic 
scenarios, like with what we're doing, uh, you go through what's called acts. Uh, and in between each act, if you have acted uh, out what each of your agendas is, which everybody has an agenda, they you nobody else knows what your agenda is. And if I feel that you've acted out your agenda well enough in the previous act, you get a story point. And so everybody has done that. And so you all get a story point. Uh, the story point can be used at any time to give yourself a success uh, on any type of skill role, combat role, and so on. So where we left was everybody was in the med lab. Uh, you had all gathered there to uh, get the vaccine. Uh, that's where the vaccine had been left by the crew of the Cronus. And as you were going in there, uh, the place was a disaster. To, if you recall, there are two of the uh, Pauling med pods in there. One was basically the, the plexiglass and it had been exploded out as if something burst from it. The other one was intact, but the inside is covered in blood. You can't see in it. There are specimen jars, uh, some of which are floating, some of those uh, blood bursters that you had seen previously. And then on the, uh, as well as in one specimen jar, there was some of those fungal nodes that you have seen throughout the ship uh, contained within one of those. Uh, you found the vaccine as well as a very large metallic urn. Uh, and uh, Reed, the colonial marine uh, from the Cronus had picked it up. You were going to take it to some uh, deep freeze, uh, refrigerators within the science lab, which is just down the hall. Uh, Herb, as well as I think uh, Dr. Powell, you were also going, uh, you all started to leave uh, to go there when the message from mother on the Montero came through your headset stating that you that a there was a displacement drive malfunction that the reactor was going to overload and explode within 10 minutes and so that is where we at however before we uh, start the action uh see here uh captain augustine joe herb and Ernest. if i remember correctly you are all still wearing your space suits yes please make an air yeah. supply roll so if you recall on your character sheet, there sh uh, you should be tracking how much air you have in there. Uh, roll that many stress dice. And for every one that comes up, you reduce your uh, uh, air supply by that many. No ones. Awesome. All good. All right. No ones. No ones. All right. Everybody's doing so good so far. Okay. The second that, right. that message comes through... Um, I like say, Coleman, come with me. And I say to the other ones, stay here. And we're, we're going to run. Uh, we're going to have to run to J2, J, uh, go up, uh, get in, go through the umbilical, get into our ship. And we got to see if we can stop this uh, failure. Um, it's going to take you about if going full speed. It's going to take you about a minute to to get over there, get up. I won't make you roll for mobility or anything like that, uh, but it's going to take you about a minute to do that. As they are doing that, um, the the rest of you as, as well, and, and just to, uh, to re recap as well, there are uh, four uh, 
Is it four? Yeah, four uh, NPCs from the Cronus that are with you. Uh, they are uh, Johns, who is the uh, uh, second in command of, of the, uh, the Cronus. Um, there is Clayton, who is the company agent. Uh, who did not uh, get along with Harker. Uh, there is Reed, the colonial machine, uh, or machine, sorry, the colonial marine, uh, and then uh, obviously Dr. Flynn. So who, uh, so uh, as they are running uh, through the ship to get back to the Montero, uh, what is everybody else doing? I believe there was some talk about going to the science labs, Powell. It's right here, correct? Just across the halls. Yeah, it should yes. be. I, so. I don't want to stray too far, but I think it's just right across the hallway. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's right across the hallway. Uh, the As uh, you basically just go down the hallway and make a left, uh, there are two science labs, uh, one of which is... Two, 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 give me one second here. Uh, so there's uh, two science labs. Um, one, uh, we'll just say, is on the right side of the hall, and one's on the left side of the hall. Uh, both doors are closed, uh, but they appear operational. Uh, which one would you like to go into? Is there like a window? I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, there, there, clear, sure, yeah, like yeah there, there'd be like a little window that you can look in. Uh, the one on the left, actually, both of them, they just look like uh, they've both been trashed. Uh, the one on the left is the one with the deep cold freezers. As you kind of uh, peer into the uh, deep cold, uh, or sorry, into the window, you can see that the deep uh, freezers have, the glass doors on them have basically been smashed. There you see more of these uh, urns within that freezer. Uh, all of them except for one has been, uh, it looks to be intact. Another one, it looks like it was shattered and there is black goo all over the floor, as well as all those fungal nodes uh, all over, uh, growing out, out of the urns, out of the black goo that's on the floor, all over the floor, and, and so on. Uh, there are, you also see a number of bones uh, kind of piled in the corner. It looks like human bones, but there's a couple others that just don't look right. Uh, and then you... Uh, uh, Joe, uh, Joe, you're the one looking into this one. You can mm -hmm. see a key card that's also uh, kind of sitting half submerged in some of this goo uh, on the floor. Uh, the uh, who's looking at the one on the right? I was I was in the rear because I wanted to keep an eye on Clayton. So okay, yeah, right. we were we were moving uh, with. Uh, with the marine, with the right. yeah, she she's carrying the uh, the urn. Mm. Okay, so we so I'll be looking for the freezer area to, to get that in. That needs to be properly stored. If if that's really concerning, though, that the other containers are smashed. This that's really really bad. Yeah, what what is this black goo here, Powell? I I mean, should we not touch it? Is that some kind yeah, of I contaminant? Would not, yeah, yeah, I would stay out of that room right now. I mean, we need uh, uh, that could be from where uh, some of the contamination came from. Some, yeah. It, it looks like it, your it looks like your synthetic uh, did not follow whatever protocols you gave it after you were frozen and popped open your uh, surprise boxes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. How's the right? How's the right room look? 
so peering into the right room, you can see that it is a charred shell of a room. Uh, whatever happened here uh, happened very quickly and probably with some type of explosive or flame because there is uh, debris everywhere. You can see this burnt out partial remains of uh, like a metallic drum in the center of the room and everything else around it is just blackened uh, and so on. You do see uh, one body in in there um it's uh even looking through the window you can tell it's not quite human uh it's kind of hard to see because the, the window to the door is kind of fogged up from you know the the carbon scarring from whatever fire happened in there uh and uh yeah but uh you can tell that there's some some body in there uh let me rephrase that there, there is a body in there that um just looks uh, a little bit off from, from what you can see. Now, as uh, it takes about you all about a minute to look at all that, every 30 seconds you hear mother uh, appear or, or talk with it through uh, the headsets in uh, counting down another 30 seconds. So Captain Paul and her, by the time you get to the umbilical and reach over into the Montero, Montero uh, not, uh, one minute has passed. Mother uh, tells you nine minutes until destruction. Do we see any evidence that anybody has crossed back into our ship? That's no, not, not that you could see. No. Captain, uh, do you think that the uh, creature that uh, caused our first casualty is responsible for this, or is there another explanation for the imminent destruction? I don't see any evidence that anybody's crossed back into our ship. I'm guessing now that because of these... Uh, uh, and I'm saying all this while I'm running. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, all of this top secret bullshit that their ship was doing, uh, they may have had a booby trap trigger mechanism that when we tried to download all of their data into our computer, it overrode something. Um, that's that sabotage. Uh, we already have a salvage claim on their ship. Um, we're going to make oodles of money off of this when we get back. If we get back, uh, is there some way that we can direct Mother to uh, bring her data over to this vessel in that, uh, should it be the case that you cannot stop the Montero's destruction? It's a, it's a, ours is a far newer model. Yeah. It's more sophisticated. I'm going to, I'm going to try to pull the drums so that, uh, that our ship, there's nothing to blow up. You know, it, it shuts itself down. It'll it'll cost us a little bit of time when we try to get it restarted. But uh, so so just to be clear, when, when Mother is telling you uh, a fission reactor overload in so many minutes, that means your ship is going to explode. Unless we it, can it, shut it down. And unless you can somehow shut it down, yes. That's what we're going to try to do. Okay. Um, so the Montero, it, a fairly small ship. Uh, as you come over on the umbilical, uh, there, you know, really are uh, many places you can go. You could go to the um, the bridge. Uh, there's a specific room for mother that uh, Captain, you are able to access. There is the reactor core. Uh, what what would you like to do? So would I know um, where I need to go in this situation and what to do? 
Yeah, you you know, so you uh, know that if you can get to the reactor controls, which you can access from the bridge, or actually, you know, uh, there are multiple uh, computer panels uh, around the Montero, you could access it from there. Uh, and then you can try to diagnose what is going on uh, and why the reactor is uh, doing what, it, what what it's doing. Okay, I'm probably hitting the first panel uh, that we would okay. come to just to see what exactly is happening. <clears throat> okay, uh, go ahead and give me a ComTech roll. Okay. Uh, remember for skill rolls, uh, it's going to be your uh, ComTech plus the associated stat with that plus any stress dice you have. Okay. That's a whole lot of dice. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> um, I got two sixes on regular dice, a awesome. six on stress dice, uh, and here's the bad news, a one on a stress dice. All right. So uh, you still may have succeeded. So go ahead and uh, roll a panic. So basically you're going to roll a D6 and add the number of stress that you have. Uh, six total. All right. Uh, so you managed to keep every your nerves in check, but just barely. Uh, so uh, you made your comm check roll. You have uh, two extra successes uh, out, out of the, the one that you needed. And so uh, if you recall, when you get extra successes, you get to do what's called stunts. Uh, with your contact roll, this could uh, be a plus one to a, a later roll. Uh, no need to roll again for the exact situation, which uh, may or may not occur. Uh, whatever you're trying to do happens in half the unusual time. You get new or unexpected information. You hide all traces of your action, or you just kind of show off what, what you're doing. You get to choose two of those. Uh, I'm going to do the half the usual time because okay. we need all the time we can get. And... I'm going to take, I'm going to, I think I'm going to take a future success. Okay. So, uh, well, it's not a future success. It's a plus right. one additional. That's right. Diagonal. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so just kind of note that down. Uh, so you get a, on a future contact roll, you get a plus one uh, die. Uh, so you uh, jump onto the panel. Uh, that we'll say that there's a panel right as you cross over. Uh, that would make sense. That'd be one right next to the uh, the, the gates or, uh, or the, the umbilical. Uh, Captain Paul, are you staying right with him as he does this? Um, if he's going to try to access it that way, I'm going to try to run to mother. Okay, so, so you start running uh, to Mother. It's going to take you about, you know, 15, 20 seconds to get there. Uh, Herb, as you're, you're doing this, you have uh, implanted either like a backdoor or something that, that you can do in order to just kind of speed things up. There are your only mm -hmm. special modifications to, uh, you know, diagnose uh, the reactor uh, because you, you have to do this every once in a while. Uh, you do uh, find that um, the, the control system confirms that the destruction of the, the ship cannot be stopped. It is something, uh, an overload that is occurring, that there's no way to reverse it. Uh, additionally, you also find some information that it appears that this countdown, uh, this destruction appears to have been triggered intentionally. It doesn't tell you how, but uh, that's what you're seeing. Okay, well, I think, uh, oh, go ahead. No, uh, uh, go on, sorry. Okay, I think I... If I can, I'll open in just a direct comm to the captain because I don't want a lot of chatter right. from anybody else. Okay. Uh, and I, I say, uh, listen, boss, uh, we aren't stopping this. There's no way we can stop this. Uh, You're sure? I am sure. 100% positive. And right. whatever happened, I don't know what happened. It was done intentionally. It was done intentionally. It was done by their yeah. fucking computer. Um, all right. Get back on their ship. Um, I'll be there in a minute. You got it. 
Okay. Um, so as this is going on, 30 seconds have passed. So it's eight minutes. Uh, Mother tells everyone eight minutes and 30 seconds till reactor overload. Uh, the, the rest of you, um, you're, you're kind of uh, sitting outside the, the med lab. The, the, you look through, uh, like I said, the freezers in there have been you know, destroyed somehow. They're, either there was a fight in there or, or whatever, but the, you're not going to be able to put the, I mean, you can still put the urn in there, but you're going to have to walk through that black goo and uh, the deep freeze freezers are malfunctioning right now. As this is going on, John's is getting really impatient. He, he looks over at uh, Joe and Ernest and says, what is going on? You know, we can't hear what, what, what's going on. What is happening over there? Is your ship going to explode? Parker? <laughs> uh, to the best of our knowledge, we're all going to be staying on your vessel until repairs are made. Uh, you know, fingers crossed. But uh, my understanding is that the uh, the the overload um, is we're not going to be able to stop it before it's critical. Uh, in the meantime, since your deep freeze is lost, Doctor Powell, and obviously that urn is some kind of contaminant. Uh, is there a regular refrigerator? or a regular freezer, or should we put it in one of the human popsicle boxes so as to not to add to the uh, bio-waste overload that we're already dealing with? I, I don't know if we have enough. The, the, the cryo chambers might not be good to, uh, to infect one. I'm not sure how many of those are operational still, but if, if we end up getting stranded on the ship, we might really need those cryo chambers for our own sure. survival. Well, if this thing is a contaminant, why don't we go shuffle as much of this as we can over to the other ship? Let it blow up with the damn ship. I well, it's not like we can take a, a snow shuffle to the pile of slime and mold mm, in that room. That's true. You're right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd love to put all the suits on and zero G this entire vessel, but I don't think that's going to be practicable. <clears throat> How long do we have? I mean, trying to get these canisters over there is no quick task. We're, yeah, we're, we're under eight minutes by the time we finish this conversation. Yeah, it's yeah, we, we need we need to distance ourselves. So if that core, if that fusion core goes, it could yeah. tear a hole in the side of of our ship of, of the Cronus. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to open up comms with uh, Captain Cap. We, I think we need to put some space between us and Montero. I, I, I got that handled. Don't worry about it. Okay, right. you, you're you coming back? Of course, I'm coming back. All right, all right. And, Only and, Parker in charge, Jesus. As as you're saying this, you know, uh, Johns and Clayton, they're they're both getting very impatient and you know, kind of screaming, basically saying the same things to you that you know, if your ship's going to explode, we need to get out of here. You need to get yes. that ship as far away as possible. Our ship is still malfunctioning. It, you can't. We we, we have no engines. We understand that. We understand that. Uh, the calmer you can be and the more information you can give us, the better. Because the, what's happening to the Montero is not because of our error. It's because of something that happened on this ship. Now, is everybody, have all the, all the, uh, does everybody in a, have gotten a suit now? Because we should prioritize everybody getting a suit on. Getting a there suit? There, there were, I, that's the one thing I don't recall. I don't think any of the NPCs put on suits unless, uh, Dr. Powell, you put one on. I we were in the middle of getting the we person were, who exploded into a suit. Right. We had yeah, the right. suit that Cooper didn't quite get to wear. And we were getting suits because they were near the labs. 
Yeah, so I would. I would what I'm going to recommend now is that everybody get as much protection as they can on. I don't want the suit with the brain splattered all over it, though. There were there were three suits in the. Um, sorry, uh, Cooper barely had his booties on. That that suit was not contaminated. I, I believe in the examination room there there were three suits that that you found. They they were older models, but they were intact. Uh, which is on the floor uh, above, uh, right outside the cryo chambers. Yeah. I, we can just leave this jar here. As far as I'm concerned, this whole area is hopelessly contaminated. Let's just get everybody suited up so that we can start cleaning things out. You know, Coleman needs to go back to flamethrowing every surface he can. As soon as try to, not we going to be in the thermoblast. We should probably try to get to the bridge. If we need to make a move quickly, I need to access the system and see... You know, as soon as as soon as Captain and, and Herb get over here, if we needed to move. Well, for that matter, we need to get the reactor up and running. And we're yeah, not exactly. sending anybody down there alone. Although I assume it was the head crusher that crossed over and set mother on fire. Although maybe it was did, maybe it was digital. Did anyone get a good look at the head crusher? I mean, we, yeah. It was on I, cam. It was a burnt out husk of a suit that if, do you have any footage to show me? I can identify Ava. And I proceed to describe what Ava looked like to the rest of the crew as best and, as we could. Yeah, no, you describe a slender 20-year-old looking woman uh, as what Ava looked like. And that is definitely not what uh, everybody had seen on cam. Uh, so uh, jumping back to to Captain and Herb. Uh, uh, Captain, what are you, you sent Herb back. What, what, what else are you doing? All right, so... What I'm going to do is, if there's a way to manually override everything, first of all, if there are like key memory cores to Mother, uh, like where she basically stores stuff that I can grab, I'm going to take those with me. Um, but I'm also going to set manually that in three minutes, um, the ship will move. 500 feet away and then go to light speed. I, okay. Um, so all right. that it's so gone. The, all right. And then so, I'm going to run back and go through the umbilical. To the <laughs> so the, you, uh, the first thing in order to, there are memory cores that you could grab, but you know, that is not a quick process. It's not like you can just run in and grab a, uh, you know, a USB drive that was, you know, sitting on uh, the, the desk. It, you have to disassemble mother. You have to shut her down. And if you do that, you're also going to shut down the autopilot um, uh, capabilities. Um, additionally, in order to uh, start the, um, uh, the pilot, the, the autopilot, uh, it has to go, um, a certain distance, uh, with, um, you know what? No, uh, you, yeah, you, you, you can do that. You can, you can set it to, to go. Um, but it's going to be something where you have to do it from, from here. You can't do it from them, uh, from the Cronus. I would have to fly it away. At least a, a certain distance. Um, and then, yeah, it, to kind of get it going and then you could you would have to get off at that point remember too there is daisy the uh the like ship loader that's in uh the ship as well you you can technically use that to uh to fly uh off of the ship okay um 
So I will, um, don't have time then to get memory. I wanted evidence that she'd been infected with some sort of virus. Um, all right, so I will, I will break the umbilical. I'll set her uh, to start moving. Uh, I'll get her to a certain distance. All the while, I'm going to be transmitting uh, a message to Wayland, um, okay. telling them as much information as I can about the situation and where our current location is. Okay. Um, are are you going to do this from the bridge? Are you going to do it from? Uh, I'll I'll be nice to say that uh, down where Daisy is in the uh, the cargo load, there is a terminal there that you could uh, okay. start to do that to do that from. So I'll um, do it from down there. I'll run down there. Now, Herb, you you ran across the umbilical. What what are you doing? Uh, so I would assume that I would know that that captain has to take Daisy. Like I'm not going to wait at the umbilical, you know, because captain's not coming. So I guess I. I cross the umbilical, I detach it from the Cronus end, you know, pull the lever or whatever to detach it. Um, do that Coleman, part. Coleman, we we had to cut a hole through the door. You need to weld something over that hole. That's right. Uh, yeah, I do have the torch. Uh, so, yeah, I am, or the, the cutter. So, I'm looking for anything I can put over there uh, to to weld over where they had to cut in. <laughs> So, all right. So, let, let me see if I'm understanding. So, the um, the so you you closed the. I assume you closed the doors uh, on the or the Montero side. Right. Yeah. Um. You you go over to the Cronus, uh, and you want to start welding something in into the door. Uh, you know, I'll say you can shut the the door, but only there's about a foot gap. Uh, but the but it's you know a, a door that's probably you know seven feet tall. There's nothing really around you that you could use to um to do that. So is there a secondary door? I can go through and close off so that whenever there, there, yeah there, okay. there is an inner door there um the 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 issue is once you um detach the mm. uh the umbilical it's going to cause a uh a pressure leak where you're at okay now now where you're at you know if you know, in the uh uh the chamber that you're in you you should be able to uh, you know close the door fast enough, but it's gonna dip. You know that you're gonna start to get sucked out through through that area, uh, so oh. you're gonna have to hold on pretty tight. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna find uh, just anything like netting or anything attached to the wall that I can kind of wrap an arm in. Okay. That way, whenever the suction happens, I have a hold on something. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, you go and uh, you. Uh, decouple the umbilical cord uh, mm -hmm. or the, the umbilical uh, tunnel between the two ships. As soon as that happens, you can just hear the air being sucked out. Uh, you do have hold of something, but go ahead and give me a strength roll, just a, a straight strength roll. Okay. Uh, as well as, you know, any stress dice you have. Uh, okay. I got a six on regular dice and a six on stress. Uh, no ones on stress dice. Perfect. Uh, you are able to to hold on uh, uh, pretty well. 
yeah, it, it's kind of hard. You can feel yourself being pulled. Your, your boots are not magnetic. So, you know, they're sliding towards the door into outer space. You can hear the, the air just being whipped out behind you. Actually, everybody in the Cronus can also kind of hear this, you know, in the distance, this like sucking of air vacuum uh, going into the vacuum of space. Uh, but Herb, you are able to hit the button to close the inner doors. And as soon as that happens, you just kind of fall to the ground a, a little bit, the, the, the pressure kind of, you know, going back. Uh, seven minutes and, uh, or seven minutes left. Uh, Captain, what are you doing? Okay. So I'm going to get a safe distance away. Uh, and I'm going to, I like to say, I'm sending a message to Wayland. And then I'm going to uh, uh, set the ship for light speed to get it far away. Um, but, just as I set that, I'm going to jump into Daisy and launch into space. All right. So you you go to make the uh, set the, uh, the the ship to do the autopilot. You you've already started sending your message. Right. Um, you you go to set the ship to go autopilot. Go ahead and give me a pilot piloting roll at minus two. So take away two dice from whatever you would normally use for piloting. So, so piloting plus uh, whatever the, the attribute for that is, plus your stress die. Piloting minus two is zero. Uh, you always get at least one plus your stress die. And what's your agility? Uh, oh, I forgot about agility. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So just uh, then if, you, if your piloting is zero, then it would just be your agility plus stress die minus two regular die. Plus my stress die. That's three and three. Uh, no sixes at all. All right, as long as no no ones, no ones. Okay, so you you go, you uh, pilot, you you set the autopilot. You you think you've set it right, uh, and then you you jump into Daisy. Um, you know, uh, you're down to uh, six minutes left. Um, are you going to? Uh, so you're going to jump into Daisy. Uh, it would be very uh, easy for you to. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. You you do have the uh, the um, story point if, if you want to use it. I'm you know not saying you have to, but just reminding you you've got it. Uh, but you uh, jump into Daisy and uh, open the cargo hold and uh, start to go. Daisy is very slow, um, right. but uh, she is reliable and she starts to to go out. As this is going on, what the rest of you, uh, you uh, were heading down to um, go get the... Uh, it sounded like some of you were were going to get uh, suits on for for all of the uh, the people from the Cronus. Uh, Joe, uh, it sounded like you were going to head up to the bridge. Is that right? Uh, yes. Honestly, yeah. It, I know that that thing might be on the ship, but we need to put space between the two ships as well. That's that's a big priority. So I'm running for the bridge. Okay. Yeah, Captain's on that though. Don't we need a? I don't think anybody should be alone, and I think we need to f figure out the power source. But and and the first thing is that the unsuited have to get suited. But I guess we can. You we don't need you for that. Maybe. Oh no! Yeah. Well, Herb, Joe, can you figure out a place where I can dock? I was gonna say yeah. I'd be heading to wherever Daisy would most likely be coming in. That's in the cargo bay. Um, so, yeah, um, 
Okay, so uh, the those who are going to get the, the suits, you are able to do that without an issue. Uh, again, those are in the examination room uh, right behind the cryo lab. Uh, Joe, you are uh, running towards the, the bridge, which is on deck B. Uh, it's going to take you uh, about a minute to get up there. Uh, Herb, you, uh, you're, uh, you're on deck A. You wanted to go to where this needs to, to go. Yeah, right. whatever. I assume a cargo bay, uh, which I guess is on C, one of the two cargo bays. Uh, it's actually on deck D. D, okay. Uh, it's uh, on the very lowest deck. Uh, and remember, this is also the last place you yeah. uh, that thing uh, was was seen. Yeah. Um, so, it, 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 but it's going to take you about a minute or so in order to uh, get uh, down to the uh, the cargo deck. I do have a um, shotgun at least, so at least I feel better having a you know firearm okay. of some sort. All right. And, and, and anyone's going? Oh no, you're not near me. Sorry. Well, I I would probably you know hit all comms and be like, I'm heading down to D. Uh, Captain's in the in Daisy. I got to get a shuttle open or a bay open. Yeah. So it, it, are one of you going to go with him? Maybe Ernest or Jojo or Joe or. I've already taken well, off to yeah, the bridge. Uh, if you Joe's can't off get to it the down. bridge. Um, yeah. Is it, once uh, you once the uh, Kronos passengers have have achieved some degree of suiting. Yeah, I'm happy to go down to D. Um, uh, I'm trusting, uh, Marine Reed to keep, uh, the, uh, my predecessor out of trouble. Um, might be a good idea to, uh, to, uh, to figure out a protocol between the three of you members of the Kronos team about, you know, the ship better than we do. We need to clear it area by area of this infection. Uh, if you could purge that lab from outside, for one thing, Powell, that would be a good start. Yeah, well, it looks like one lab has been already incinerated. The, the next one would need to be, uh, I don't know, do, do we still have uh, access to systems that might uh, sterilize the lab? The other one, the lab to the left? Not really, no. You still have uh, a power it, problem. Yeah, you, um, you, you still, so the Cronus does have uh, most of its power. Uh, it brought up life support. It brought up lights, uh, heat, everything like that. Uh, the, you, you know, the, you don't know the extent of the, the damage yet. Nobody has actually, you know, taken the time to, you know, kind of done, do the diagnostics to figure out exactly what you need uh, to do still. All right. Well, right now it looks like, yeah, we don't. We don't really have facilities or power to do that quite yet. Um, is there like a, uh, is, can I find a, uh, like a fire axe, like a little fire station dotted about ever so often? So at least I could have, uh, instead of a clumsy pole, like a little fire axe. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, there's definitely going to be a fire axe uh, somewhere along the way that, that you can grab. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Joe, you get up to the, um to the bridge 
you know, after you you finally uh, get in, uh, you see a number of things. First off, there's uh, the the power has uh, kind of illuminated everything. The lights are on, so it's very easy to see everything. The blast uh, shutters are lowered, so you cannot see out. Um, what you do see though is uh, the command station, uh, which is where uh, the the captain would normally sit. Um, seems to be intact. Uh, there is a, uh, a glass panel on it um, that would normally house the emergency access key for mother. That has been, that glass panel has been sh- shattered and that key is gone. Um, there is a, there's normally a holographic display table and you can, and you're basically seeing this as you run in. This is a pretty standard layout. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a holographic display table that uh, was once like, uh, you know, very popular in these. Uh, that table is completely completely burnt out by some type of fire that happened uh, within uh, the bridge. And you can see that there is fire damage all over. Uh, There are two, um, excuse me, uh, there are, uh, there's a sensor station uh, that uh, kind of, it's used for like the comms array and things like that. That is also damaged and doesn't appear to be functioning. And there are two piloting stations. Uh, one, somebody has taken an ax to and uh, has completely uh, destroyed it. Uh, the second one um, looks like uh, it, it, it's not damaged uh, in that, you know, there's no like uh, apparent physical damage. Uh, but uh, from looking at it, you can tell it's also not powered on. Great. Um, so I, my objective here is to get the, like the loading bay, wherever captain's coming in, like get that prepped if it needs to be opened, whatever. And then as soon as he's there, put some distance. If we, if we can, is that okay. something that we can, I could accomplish? You can, um, okay. you do know that, and actually all of you would know this, that in order for that to happen, you actually need to decompress the vehicle bay. Otherwise, you as soon as you open the outer doors, everything is just going to get blown out, it, probably including yourselves. Okay. What um, do we but, need to do to do that? Yeah, I don't... But, but you you can do that from, from where you're at. Okay. You do have the, the controls right. uh, for that. All right. Uh, yeah. Now that the Kronos crew is suited, can we all communicate via channel if, radio? Yeah, if you want, there's like a common uh, like channel that, that you could do. Uh, Captain, you're you're in the Daisy. Uh, you're you're going through. Uh, there are we'll, we'll say that another uh, about this time. About two more minutes have passed. So uh, mother tells you five minutes. You can as you leave the Montero, you can see uh, her power up. Uh, and as you, you slowly start going towards uh, the Kronos, uh, the, the, uh, um, uh, the, the Daisy isn't, isn't really meant to, you know, for high speed travel. So right. it moves very slowly through space. You can see that the, um, uh, the Montero start to power up and slowly start to move, wa- uh, move away and start to gain momentum and, and velocity as it, as its engines kick on and start moving away. Um, so, uh, Herb and uh, Ernest, you you got you both were heading down into uh, the the cargo bay, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I've got I've got pistol in hand in case we have any boojums. Um, uh, uh, Johns and Powell were were heading down to D. Um, I'm I want to. We found. Uh, I think we found a synthetics body. 
in the weapons bay. If you are not occupied, uh, it might be good to verify that that's your Eva, Eva or not. And maybe secure anything that's still functional in there. Uh, and I th recommend, since any one of us might start screaming at any time, that we keep at least one line channel open. Uh, agreed. Uh, Clayton, are, are you uh, guys able to do that? I was hoping maybe heading up to uh, the bridge with Joe, so there could be a pair of us there as well. Over. So I think I'm talking to Joe. It's like, uh, Joe, you're going to... You working on decompressing the vehicle bay? Yep, I'm on it, Coleman. I'm on it. Just, yeah, hold still. All right. So uh, the two of you, where are you going to, to go uh, for there? Um, you know, in order to decompress it, you know, remember that deck C, there's a catwalk over that. Uh, deck D is the entire vehicle bay. Um, you're you're not going to be in, able to be in there as it's being decompressed. Uh, well, I mean, you, you could because it's going to happen yeah. slowly, but... Uh, I guess, yeah, you could because it would happen. So is that where you want to be? Do you want to be on the catwalk? Do you want to be like actually in the vehicle bay? Where Where do you want to go? Tell me, Coleman, where do you hang out when these things back? Uh, I mean, I think it probably doesn't matter between the catwalk and the vehicle bay. You know, we could get sucked out from either place. So, I mean, we're heading on. I mean, I think we should head on down to the vehicle bay. Uh, that way we're there ready when our captain brings her in. As long as it's a place where, you know, a proper sort of set of handholds. I mean, yeah, put, you know, have enough open space around us in case, you know, that thing decides to show back up again. Yeah, we don't really have an idea of what's loose down there. So we should also make sure we don't get hit in the head with something that gets pulled out. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, Joe, I mean, I think Joe's already started the decompression, so we should, you know. As long as that goes well, nothing ideally should go flying around too fast on us. So, right. unless it's maybe the head crusher, that's true. Yeah, and I'm going to patch into just my crew, uh, and I'm going to say, listen, folks. Um, you know, according to uh, Three World Empire law, um, that fucking ship is ours now. I don't, I don't give a fuck about their crew. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're all expendable, but we've lost one of our crew. We've lost our ship. We've lost everything to these, this fucking ship. Um, we've lost our cargo. I had some, you know, some fairly important personal items, frankly. That's, that's our ship now. Just, you know, and I don't think that uh, the three world empire is going to argue with us at all. When we get back, we're going to have, we're going to have not only salvage rights, but you know they have to pay us for uh, all of our losses at this point. Once I you're in here and tucked away, boss, I need, I'm going to get started on getting the air scrubbers in, going. I should be there in just a few minutes and, uh, you know, use them, but uh, keep yourself safe. Yeah. I got, I got the shotgun. We're ready to receive you when you're here. Uh, it, and Captain, does the Montero look like we're going to have distance or should we expect Mon Montero is going to be launching to light speed in just a couple seconds. It'll be gone before uh, Good work, Captain. before it explodes. Oh, thank God. So uh, as uh, this is going on, Joe, you start to decompress the uh, 
the vehicle bay uh, or the, yeah, the, the cargo bay, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Herb and Ernest, you're, you're in your suits. Uh, actually, uh, all of you, uh, all four of you, uh, give me another air supply roll uh, as, as we're, you're doing this. I'm tight, guys. It's going to be just a second here. Uh, no ones. A single one. So yep. I'm going to by an hour. I yep. lost another one, too. Yep. All right. Uh, and Captain Paul roll uh, as well. Um, the uh, the cargo bay decompresses. Uh, Herb and Ernest, you can kind of hear and feel uh, the, the decompression happen. Uh, it takes about a minute, so there's four minutes left. Uh, as uh, and uh, Captain Paul is about halfway to the Montero. Uh, get or I'm not, sorry, not the Montero. Uh, the Cronus uh, to the cargo bay. It takes a little bit to kind of maneuver around everything uh, in order to get to the back of the ship in order to to access it. Uh, Joe, uh, are after it's decompressed. Uh, what what do you want to do? Uh, as soon as you know, Cap secured and Coleman and Harker say that we're good. I'm going to seal it all back up and at least start getting stuff powered on so we can at least get moving. You know, oh, I, I, mean, I know Captain said it's going to take off to light speed, but at least get the whole ship turned on, like ready to move anyway, because we, we're going to have to get out of here soon. Right. But I mean, are you opening the doors? You, you decompressed it. Uh, oh, the doors are yes. closed. I apologize. Uh, yes, yes. L opening the doors, letting uh, Captain. Okay. Yeah. So you you go to open the doors, uh, and all of a sudden a red error message pops up on the the screen. Uh, and uh, Herb and Ernest, as you're down there, you can see that the the cargo doors they start to open and then they stop. Uh, and then, you know, it, it goes again, it gets like maybe like a foot or so open. You can see just the, the uh, space outside. And then you can see it's just like locking up. It looks like there's something wrong with the mechanism to open up the, the door. Fuck. I'm getting like a, any kind of error code, something like that? I uh, Just uh, like uh, uh, door malfunction is, oh, is what it's, it's telling you. Yeah, radio up to the Joe, door stuck. I mean... I'm going to have to try to manually release it, I guess, down here. Uh, yeah, is that our only option, I suppose? It's like a manual uh, release? How stuck? I mean, it's like, I mean, if you come through, you're shaving off most most of that ship. Uh, how, how, how big is the opening? About a foot. You're not getting I mean, through there, Cap. We don't want to lose Daisy if we can, if, if we can get her in. Uh, Coleman, just let's just uh, uh, Joe. Do you, you don't have any diagnostics up there? Ah, just it's an error. That's that's all I'm getting. Yeah. Is this is this on just your channel or is this on the group channel? Probably on just ours. We probably yeah. started with ours. Um, um, also, to, uh, ap apropos, probably to my all my running around and my stress, I just lost two on the air. Okay. How, how many do you have left? I've got two left. Okay. So what I know, I mean, I spend my entire time in cargo bays. I assume I would know a way to manually like release a door. So yeah, like a lever. Oh yeah. yeah. So you you know how to to go in and do it. It's going to be a heavy machinery roll in order okay. for you to uh, to try and fix it. Well, I turn around. I'm like can Harker. Assist at all? Anything I can do? Well, you can hold this shotgun. All right. And watch my back. Uh, and then I head over to the crank or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Brace go ahead and roll. Uh, Captain Paul, you are slowly, you know, getting there. You're about three quarters of the way. And, and, and just to describe what Daisy looks like, it's basically like this huge flatbed loader uh, ship where you've got this like little, uh, 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 room essentially with the control panels um, that uh, allows you to, you know, c- control uh, the, the pilot, the ship. It's very uh, slow and uh, it's, it's freezing in there because, you know, it's not meant to be, you know, going through space right. uh, for the most part. Um, Herb, how did you do? So on heavy machinery, I got two sixes on regular dice, no ones. Awesome. So uh, heavy machinery, uh, you know, you get also get a stunt. Uh, so again, this is uh, the same as before, you know, plus one to a later roll half the time. Uh, you can show off, act quietly, break it if you want. Or uh, I'll say it says break it permanently. I'll even say uh, fix it permanently. Uh, Ooh, that one. Okay. that one yeah so you you get over there uh you've seen this before it happens all the time and it, it's a quick fix uh and so you're able to to get that uh door uh, right as uh uh mother says three minutes and counting um uh captain paul you start you know kind of going around getting to the back of the ship as it starts to open um joe i apologize what did you say that you were doing as soon as he's safely inside, confirmed by Coleman and Harker, you know, tighten everything up, button up and start moving the ship. Not necessarily in a, in a big hurry since the captain says that he's sent it off, but it does need to get moving at some point anyway. So, OK, um, so uh, captain uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Flynn, uh, you you've been kind of, you know, wandering around as this, you were making your way up to the bridge. Is that right? Correct. OK, got this here. I want to basically. <laughs> pair off, not have people left by themselves. So okay. I want to make my way to the bridge so I can, you know, have uh, Joe Landry's back on the bridge and secure okay. it. So, so John's Reed and Clayton will follow you if, if that's uh, to there, unless, you know, you want them to go someplace else. Oh, oh okay. I thought, uh, I thought we were asking them to go on and as, uh, as Ernest Harker had suggested uh, on the separate mission. But, yeah, uh, he, he he asked them. Uh, the, uh, Clayton especially is ignoring him. Oh, okay. Well, I, I I have no jurisdiction over Clayton, so I'll just simply go to the bridge and guard the door to the bridge. Okay. The the entire way that that you're going up there, uh, Johns and Clayton are arguing back and forth. She's basically berating him for not taking control, uh, and he is just. Uh, Kind of half taking it every once in a while, he'll, he'll uh, kind of shoot her uh, a, a look. Um, but you know that this is kind of how John's is. He's you honestly don't know how he he became second in charge of the ship um, because he's basically a pushover. He doesn't want to be doing this job, um, and so you, you think that there's some story behind that. Reed, as you're going through, you know she's kind of in the lead, uh, clearing the hallways and the rooms as as you're going uh, through. Um, so and so you make it up to to the bridge. Uh, as you get up to the bridge, you see Joe sitting in the uh, uh, the the command chair, uh, doing all these things to you know to uh, get everything open. Uh, Captain, as you start to get to the uh, the back of the ship, uh, Herb uh, and Ernest, you can see Daisy slowly start to get in uh, with two minutes left. Captain, as you are going in, you look over to where the Montero is. And it is not as far away as you expected it to be. Uh, and you realize that somehow 
you you auto you set up the autopilot, but kicking it into FTL either did not happen when you did the autopilot, or uh, it's uh, the auto the FTL is not working, so it is much closer than it should be. You're not sure you are at a safe distance. Uh, give me a piloting roll as you pilot into the cargo bay. So uh, piloting, I think, plus agility plus stress. I got no successes on my regular dice, and I got one stress dice, one. All right, so go ahead and roll a d6 and add your stress to it, and let me know what you get. Add my current stress to it? Yes. Nine. Oh, nine, okay. So... um, you drop an item, whether by stress confusion or the realization that you're all going to die anyways. You drop a weapon or other important item. The GM decides which one your stress level increases by one. Uh, so your stress goes up by one. Uh, and it, through what happens is as you are piloting into the cargo bay, you, uh, you're, you're very concerned about the Montero, it not being far enough away. You're not paying as much attention to uh, the, the maneuvering you need to. And uh, Herb and Ernest, you see this as well. And, and Joe, there's probably actually everybody up on the bridge, there's going to be some cameras that are kind of pointed down in there. You basically clip the uh, side of the Cronus as you're coming in the, 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 the cargo door that causes Daisy to start to, uh, as it's going in, it starts to, to turn uh, and, uh, you know, start hitting the sides. It, it's very hard to control as this is happening. The pistol that you have, uh, you uh, gets uh, knocked out of however you were carrying it and dropped to the floor and uh, kind of go skittering off somewhere uh, outside of the daisy but you right out the door (laughs) right out the door um herb you are able to uh you know you were off in the side you saw this coming uh ernest uh you you see this too i think ernest correct me if i'm wrong but you were on the catwalk right You're, you're on mute. I think I came down to try to okay. help with the door. So, so you all, you both see this and are able to to dive out of the way. Uh, Captain Paul, you basically uh, are not able to stop in time. Daisy goes careening into the wall, uh, and you take a point of damage uh, from being thrown. Uh, actually, you know what? Give me an agility roll. Um, just a just a straight agility roll, no stress. Uh, we'll we'll see if you take damage or not. Joe, captain's inside One the six. bay. One six, cool. You, the doors. Uh, you are able to, you get thrown around, um, but uh, you you come out okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear uh, Ernest and Joe what you were saying. Button up, we're, we're moving. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I was telling Am you to close the door and I'm looking for a fire extinguisher for when there's air in here again. Yeah, so you, you start, uh, Joe, you start to, to close the door. Uh, I, the, I you, call out to everybody that the Montero didn't go to light speed. Um, Joe, you go to kick on the engines and a big error message comes on that says engines are offline and require repairs. Ah. Is there um, anything I can do to like at least start moving something? I don't. I don't know. You you, uh, you start frantically looking around for for anything you can do, and the realization sets into you that 
there is nothing that you can do right now. Um, okay. the, the ship is not moving. Uh, am I hearing any of this? Yeah, I'm going to say it now. Uh, okay. Um, engine's down. We're okay. not going anywhere. Okay. But, so we're basically dead in space. So all we need to do is get Daisy back out there and start pushing the ship away. We can use Daisy's thrusters. We're dead in space. We're weightless, essentially. I mean, we may, Are in you, an atmosphere, it would a work. small cargo ship. It's, it's not capable of pulling or pushing. It, yeah. We also probably not, have about 90 we're seconds not in before an atmosphere. it goes critical. Hmm? And, and Daisy, uh, you, uh, the three of you down there, can can see Daisy is damaged from from that crash landing. Right. It, uh, to uh, uh, at least one of the engines is knocked out. It's going to oh, require okay. repairs. Right. Uh, yeah, and- Daisy Daisy's going nowhere. Okay. The question right. is, can how much can we batten down so that we take the blast from the Montero and just roll through space? It's going to be luck because if a big chunk of the Montero heads straight for us. Oh, um, does does the Kronos have a Daisy? No. Oh, okay. With that, m- Mother uh, chimes in to the headset. Sixty seconds. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there, there's nothing. To ah. <laughs> Secure yourselves. Everybody, strap in tight. Yourself. Strap in tight. Right. Yeah. Say a prayer to whatever god you got. So, the uh, Mother uh, hits thirty seconds. And it starts counting down 30, 29, 28. Everybody is uh, you know, trying to strap themselves in uh, th- as the countdown goes down, uh, getting closer and closer to one. Uh, the, the three, uh, Reed, um, Johns, and uh, the Clayton, uh, they, they are strapping themselves into whatever you know, chairs that they can find in the bridge. Uh, and you all just start, start to brace yourself. Uh, mother hits 10 nine, eight, uh, everybody again, uh, is really just beginning to, uh, get very, uh, nervous and antsy. And in fact, you all gain a stress from this. Uh, she gets to three, two, one, you don't hear anything. And then all of a sudden the ship just starts to shake uncontrollably. You can feel it start to tilt on its, uh, on its side uh, and starts to roll and pitch. Uh, those in the bridge, warning and error messages start going off all over the bridge. Uh, the, the other three of you who are down in the cargo bay, uh, the, the lights start flashing. It goes from the, the normal uh, uh, white lights to, to red flashing lights. You can hear uh, explosions happening from within the ship uh, in multiple areas. Uh, uh, everybody give me a agility roll, uh, just a straight agility roll. Is that with stress dice? You know, in this case, yes. This would be with uh, stress dice. I'll let you do that. Stress dice, then I got regular dice. No. Uh, oh. I, got a, I got a six on all three of my stress dice and then a six on a regular dice. All right. I got one six. Three I, got a one. I got one one on a regular dice. Okay, that's fine. Got a uh, six. I got no. Go ahead. Oh, a six on a regular, on an agility die, and a one, one on the stress die. Okay. And Ernest, how did you do? Zero sixes and one, one stress. 
Okay, so uh, Dr. Flynn and Ernest, both of you make panicles. Uh, so, so again, roll a d6, add your current stress to it. Uh, the rest of you who got successes, uh, you are fine. You are strapped in uh, well enough. My total is six. Six and six. six. All right. So both of you, uh, you're able to just barely keep it together. Um, I, I, Dr. Flynn, you got one success, correct? Yeah, I had one All success. Right. So, so you are okay. Um, Ernest, you got zero successes. Uh, so, you know, as you, you just didn't quite strap yourself in and some debris just goes flying, hits you right in the shoulder and you take a point of damage. Um, after uh, a minute or two, the, the ship finally starts to settle. The, the, the kind of the klaxon warning horn is still going off, uh, but uh, the ship seems to have settled a little bit. You all seem to have survived so far. Uh, up in the bridge, you can see on the, the, uh, on, uh, the command panel a, a kind of map of the ship, and it shows red areas all over the, the ship, a number of rooms that have experienced explosive decompression uh, where they have been penetrated from the outside. Now, the, the ship, will, will uh, it automatically uh, locks down mm -hmm. that room. So um, looking around, uh, there is, um, uh, if you would look on, uh, if you have maps available, uh, and, and I, I will make sure that I, I note this too, um, Vestibule 1 on Deck B, which is the armory, has been, uh, is completely locked down. The med lab is locked down. Um the on deck a the uh, right off of the cryo room the showers and wardrobe that has been locked down uh, and cargo bay one on deck c has been locked down all of those have experienced explosive decompression um, it, it is possible to open them back up if you force mother to open the room but obviously that could cause issues within the rest of the ship or you can try to uh, externally repair it now as everything uh, kind of settles down for, for a minute, everybody is slowly, you know, kind of starting to, to regather themselves. Um, and I, what I will do is say that you all have, are, are able to take about a 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes to just kind of regather yourself. Um, this is one way that you can reduce stress. So everybody, except for Joe, reduces stress uh, by uh, one. Um, Joe knows why she uh, did yes. not reduce stress. If I uh, have that available though, can I, you, you know, do? with my- Yes, you can if you want. Okay, yeah, yes, yes. Um, uh, the, so this is just one way that you can reduce stress. If you are in a safe place, you can kind of spend five to 10 minutes uh, just kind of resting. Uh, again, it has to be in a safe place and you can reduce one level of stress. Remember, you all also have your signature items that you can interact with and reduce stress by one level as well. Now, I, my uh, stress item is my, uh, is my uh, hypo spray from my med kit. Can I can I use that and, and uh, treat uh, Ernest uh, for his injuries? Yeah, you you can absolutely. Um, you'll you'll do a medical aid roll uh, on him, uh, and that will give you a plus one to the roll. Okay. I think it's a plus one. Let me let me 
So, so as you're, you're kind of wandering there, um, uh, I will uh, check on that. Uh, the rest of you, what, um, uh, so actually those down in the cargo bay, what are you doing? I'd probably go and get the shotgun back from Harker. Uh, I'm sure I've got a weapon. Yeah. And again, I'm sure we've got some small fires to put out down here as oxygen is pumped back into the yeah. cargo bay. Yes, we uh, probably work on that. We're going to need to do a, um, you know, a point to point uh, you know, repair, um, again, moving in teams. Now, comms only to Montero. Uh, you know, that uh, Clayton character is going to try to get to her escape pod and ditch us all the first chance she gets, unless she tries to kill us first. That's not going to uh, make much sense because we're 78 years away from any place that her escape pod could go. Yeah, but I don't know. I, making sense does not seem to have been the Kronos's metier. That woman has secrets that she's keeping from us, even from you. Um, oh, I'm sure. I think our number one priority is oxygen. We've got to be able to have oxygen replenish our suits without infecting ourselves with spores. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we've got to get any competent people down to assist in the engine room and so we get power up. And then we can start to make the ship functional. I just don't want anybody to leave Agent Clayton alone or with the former captain. You know, she's got to be, she's got to have eyes on her where she's going to find some way to screw us up. Well, the only thing, I don't know what damage this did to our cargo. Um, Do you mean the Montero? Were we cargo? towing? We were towing, weren't we? So, oh, I think the, I think the tritium's gone. There was, we was that was actually on our ship, wasn't it? No, it was a huge barge we were toting behind us. Yeah, it, it, there, so yes, it was. There were some in your cargo bay uh, where Daisy was, uh, and you were also uh, towing it behind. It is gone. Oh, so okay. Yeah, our, all our payout is now about getting this thing back in one piece. While I'm down here, I'm also looking for because I know I'm going to need tools to uh, to uh, repair the uh, the Thank air scrubbers. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I looking, did, uh, I'm gathering that while I'm down here. I did send a message um, telling them our distress and that we are, we need help. Um, of course, they also knew Mother would have sent them a message about the ship itself. They they responded, so they know we're here. Uh, my best guess is three weeks before they'll get here. Jesus, we're dead in the water right now, and we have multiple places locked down just because of breaches. I don't. And I'm going to turn to the the crew of the um, the Cronus. How many how many supplies do we have? Food, water. You know, how long will that last us? Uh, Johns looks at you and says, I, I don't know. You know, we'd have to go check the mess hall. Uh, I mean, did you look at the mess hall uh, when? before you you found us no but i mean the oxygen will get us before the food does but we're hoping to we, we and also out. we can we can only have food and uh, uh liquid from uh fully sealed containers they're nothing anything that could have been uh compromised if it's in a semi-porous jesus uh, what the hell were you all doing what what is all of this because you've pulled us into your mess now and I think we deserve to know. Yeah. 
We it, it we were sent by the same company you you worked for, Utani, uh, to investigate this chemical. That's what we were doing, and then this and year. So then and the chemical is that that's that black crap. Um, the chemical it came that that black crap uh, is a byproduct of it. Okay. It's like and, I, I get I get on the all comms and I'm like, is there is there anybody from the Kronos that can help me clear the air scrubbers? Anybody with expertise in that? Uh, John sa- says, uh, "Well, yeah, any any of us could." Um, and he looks over to Reed uh, and basically, you know, asks, what, uh, "Do you want him or, or Reed to, uh, to I, help you?" Actually, I'll go help him because I've got a I've got a oh I don't. I've got a foreign strength. Because that, that's my number one priority now. We have to get breathable air. So that I mean I've got to I've got to head up and get working on those scrubbers and get those operating again. Or I mean nothing else is going to matter to us. Do do will those Coleman will those uh, be functional if we don't get the primary energy online? Which They'll, is which is yeah. first. They'll be functional. So, so uh, looking at the the panel on the bridge, um, uh, Joe, you, you can see this. Uh, John's kind of says this too. He says uh, it looks like uh, outside of the areas that were damaged in the blast, um, power is running at uh, not max capacity, but it, but it's running, uh, you know, at somewhat normal capacity. Uh, but there are basically three things that, that need to be done in order to get the ship up and running again. Um, first, you need to repair the comm array, uh, which uh, is actually going to require somebody to go outside in order to do that. Um, you need to get the engines uh, online, um, which means, uh, again, uh, doing some uh, sp- uh, space walk and uh, some external repairs to the engines. Uh, normally, it would require the reactor room, uh, but that was cleaned up pri- uh, previously when you were all down there before. And then finally, you also need to get the air scrubbers uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fixed. Uh, otherwise, um, you know, you're, you're going to run out of air. Uh, and actually, with that, all of you give me an uh, air supply rule. For the... Um, the, the- I noticed that the captain's panel was missing a key of some sort. What would that mm-hmm. accomplish? Like, what is that for? The key, uh, again, let me make sure that I'm telling you the right thing here. Good on air. No ones. Same. Awesome. I got a one. So you are down to one, correct? Down to one. All right. Uh, the, the key... Uh, it's an uh, emergency access key to mother. Okay. Okay. Got it. Well, I get on the line, um, uh, Herb. Um, uh, this the uh, when you're cleaning the uh, the uh, the air uh, filter system, uh, I give him a full description of what the fu- the fungus looks like that I'm familiar with it looking like. Oh, yeah, we got some of those in there. Uh, I'll torch them while I'm in there. Uh, I mean, will that work? Uh, from our understanding, yes. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. If, if you see it, then it might be much more spread in that vicinity. So it's, it's worth a, a, a much closer look if you see it. 
I mean, well, let me let me take one of your crew that that's more familiar with it. That, that way, they know can point out what we need to torch and whatnot. Actually, that might be me. I might be the best person qualified in our crew for that. Uh, I'll head down if you don't mind, uh, Captain Augustine. Is that good with you? Sure. You've been very helpful. Right, thank yeah, you. so I, I gather up whatever tools I've found that I know I'm going to need for air scrubbers and start heading up uh, up to that deck. And so I will coordinate. On the Montero, you did have like essentially a flamethrower. Um, I can't remember. Did you take that off? I have a flame cutter. Okay. So. All right. That, that, that'll work. Okay. I mean, so a flame cutter is basically like a portable welding torch. Gotcha. Uh, but, but you would be able to, you know, Yes, you, you can do it with that. Yeah, it's got um, four four charges, I believe, still. So. All right. Uh, and, and recall, you know, you, you were in there before, so, so you kind of know where it's at. Uh, additionally, you um, you did, if I recall correctly, when you were looking in there, you did see some of those, uh, like, fungal moats uh, growing yeah, in some of the, the scrubbers. I hit one and agitated it. Puffed out some stuff. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, you two start heading down there. Uh, Johns and Clayton are staying up in the um, in the bridge. Uh, Reed uh, uh, kind of comes over. Uh, well, actually, um, Captain Paul and Ernest are, are. Are you all going to go to the bridge, or where where are you going? I, I missed that. I'm sorry. Well, I offered my help to Coleman if he needs a strong hand. I mean, I, you know, I think I think just anybody from the Coronas can help, I, Captain. I, uh, I mean, it's your call, obviously, but I think probably you're better served, you know, out of there. Uh, I'll go up and see if I can gain some uh, override access to Mother on this ship. Okay. I wonder whether uh, uh, Marine Reed. You know, I want to I want to make sure that the engine area is secured where we had hostile activity before. Uh, I'm I'm not competent to do any engineering work on it, but I'm happy to work with Marine Reed on making sure that area is clear and secure. Uh, from what I saw through the suit camera earlier, just cleaning up the engine room might move us toward it functioning. Um, so if, if that is, uh, if you think that's useful work, Captain Augustine and, and Reed isn't needed elsewhere or I'm not. Are you, are you yeah. asking him? Yeah. Is that a go Captain Augustine? Oh, sure. All right. As long um, as Reed has an objection. I have a question for mother. Um, I don't suppose the ship has any kind of display where I can see from the captain's station, you know, where people are. Basically, I'm looking for this foreign object, (laughs) this this entity that has been bothering us. And I didn't know if there was some kind of map layout that had people on it that I could see. No. Um, There's, uh, yeah, there's nothing like that that would uh, show anything like that. The closest that you you could do if you, uh, I can't remember if you, any of you have motion trackers, uh, but if you had one of those or if you could find one on the ship, uh, that would probably be your your best way or monitoring the cameras. Yeah, fair enough. Dr. Powell, is it your opinion at this point 
that whoever attacked our crew member was in fact one of your crew that had been mutated and turned into something else, something apparently that doesn't die after 78 years just lying on the floor. You're muted. From what we saw, uh, we were not able to study long enough the bursters that came out of uh, the few of our crews. Um, so if one did hatch out from the last couple of uncounted for crew members, um, we have no idea how long it could live. Uh, we, we could not really study them. It, it was, we were in a, once things, once the shit started hitting the fan, we were in a pretty quick state of retreat. I was working on, along with the senior researcher uh, on the vaccine. And th that's where our focus was, just to keep people from getting infected from those spores. That's all our focus. Okay. You didn't find any way of killing whatever it was you created? Uh, well, we, we didn't create anything. This, this, was a, this was a chemical that existed already. The spores created the mutation from our understanding. We did find a way to kill the spores. We are pretty certain. Um, uh, of course, we can never read it at 100%, but from all of our experience, extreme temperature, fire, does kill the spores and those uh, pustule sacs. I have a problem. Do you have, do you have any of the vaccine that you've taken? Yes, we have uh, six doses left. I may need it. I'm pretty low on oxygen. Well, why don't, uh, before we go that route, uh, can we just go the route of getting more oxygen? There, there must be some spare tanks on our ship. Yeah, so there are ways to refill the suits, but it take it's not something that happens right away. You you have to take the suit off in order to do it, and it uh, takes about ten hours. It takes a shift of work in okay. order for it to so, to refill. So we have the one suit that uh, that my senior uh, uh, researcher was putting on, and he blew up. Uh, he he died. Uh, yeah, you'd be putting but, me in an infected suit. No, no, no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the oxygen tank only. It's a separate detachable unit. What we could do is we could be refilling that. And then in 10 hours, we would have a canister for you. And then we could rotate it. We could then take your nearing empty canister out and we could go through a 10-hour process of refilling. It would be lengthy. It would be cumbersome. But we could rotate your suits that way. Yeah, I'm not sure I have 10 hours. I probably have about one hour. Oh. And as you're, you're having this conversation, John says, you know, all of you, at some point, all of our oxygen is going to run out. We're, we're not going to be able to all stay in these suits forever. So we've been inoculated against this. And he kind of points to himself and, and, um, and Clayton. Uh, the rest of you have not. You, you need to take this vaccine. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I mean, if, if, if the suit's going to come off, you have to take the vaccine. Otherwise, you'll end up like those others eventually. I mean, maybe not 100%. I'm not sure. Maybe the spores have not gone to some parts of the ship, but we don't currently have a way of scanning for them. So as I'm, 
as I'm going, uh, you know, I, I, all comes. Uh, Captain was was Daisy compromised in a way that it's that it's you know air system was compromised. Can we send people into Daisy to have breathable air for a little bit? Mm. No, yeah, that's not really was, what it was designed for. Yeah, in in fact, as you know, uh, the captain was flying it over. Um, it's an old ship. It, there were leaks everywhere where the, the oxygen was just like leaking. You, you could actually like see the, the vapor going out in, into space. You, you would also have to decontaminate the suits because the suits could have a, a thin coating of them on. Correct. I'll, I'll be the guinea pig. I'll take the vaccine first. But I'll have to come to where uh, Dr. Powell is, at least for temporarily. Yeah, well, I, I've headed over to uh, to uh, 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 Mr. Coleman's location to assist in uh, identifying and destroying any infection in any of the uh, the spores in the air system. Well, you were so, Doctor Powell, you were carrying the the vaccine yes, when correct. you I uh, originally went up with everybody to to get it. Are you taking the vaccine with you to go help clean the scrubbers, or would you have left it at, at the bridge? Um, well, I, I don't like leaving all the eggs in one basket. I, I am the doctor, so I'll take half of them with me okay. and I'll, and with my little medical pouch, you know, with the, with my hypo spray thing and my regular medical kit that I definitely need to find Harker at some point to help bandage him up. Um, so yeah, I'll say half with the bridge, three doses and then half with me. Okay. And it's relatively straight up. I'll jot down some instructions, basically leave it with the three hypo syringes on the bridge. Well, is it, is it one of those things that would be kind of obvious? You just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, straightforward. Then I'll, I'll go to the bridge. Okay. That's okay. Um, so, uh, so as you're, you're traveling up there, uh, Ernest, I'm sorry, where were you going to go with Reed? To try to clean up the engine room. Uh, we saw before, our crew member was attacked that just cleaning up some of the material in there seemed to improve its efficiency. Okay. So I want to make sure that nothing's going to kill us. And I want to just sort of, you know, cause I can't do anything technical, but I want to prepare at the stage for that work to be done when we, cause I, I really want us to be in control of this vessel as soon as possible. Okay. Um, so you mean done in the, the reactor room? Uh, where, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to take a, a little bit uh, to, to get down there. Um, uh, as this happens, um, uh, Herb and Dr. Powell, you make it down to the air scrubbers. Uh, Dr. Powell, like you said, you've got two, uh, three of the, the vaccines with you. Um, because the air scrubbers are, are they in the same place? One second. I think we accessed them from B. Through event. Yeah, through event. I think, right. the only, I think the only way on is is up on A. It, it's on uh it was A. It was A because we were at the cryo and then we 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 uh we had to go through event to get to them from A. Yes, you're you're right. Uh so um yeah, so that's nowhere near the, the room. I sorry, I was trying to remember if uh, everybody was going in, in the same direction. <clears throat> um so you you get there start crawling into the shaft. Uh, and like before, 
you get into the uh, the air scrubber shaft, and it's um, li like you saw uh, previously, where uh, the, one second, uh, there is just a huge amount of um, like metallic uh, air scrubbers just lining the walls. Um, it's very, very, now that the, the engine, or not the engine, sorry, now that the, uh, the power has kicked on, uh, the scrubbers have started to, to work, uh, even though they're not, they're at like maybe 10% uh, efficiency. Uh, it is very loud in here. Um, additionally, uh, you know how these work, uh, where they are, uh, the ship uh, uses electrolysis to basically uh, electrify these rods that are going up and down the, the air scrubber shafts. Uh, and so, you know, you need to be careful in here. Uh, otherwise, uh, you could get you know, shocked as, as you're going through this. Um, but, you know, it's going to take you a good shift of work in order to start clearing these out, uh, even with Dr. Flynn helping you. Yeah, so I think I'd take a moment and point out to Flynn what we're going to be doing, you know, and and don't touch this. Make sure you're careful here. And then I kind of point out the spores that I saw, you know, to start torching those as we go. But, you know, just kind of laying out what we're going to be doing over the next like 10 hours or so. And and the and we need to get over uh, 1200 degrees Celsius. I'm hoping these torches can accommodate that. I mean, I think, you know, I think they will. Yeah, they, they should easily get to that. All right. Um, so, Herb, uh, give me a heavy machinery roll, and you get to add an extra dice because uh, Dr. Flynn is helping you. And, again, add your stress dice to it as well. Okay. Uh, I got... Three successes on regular dice, but one one on the stress dice. Okay, so go ahead and uh, roll uh, panic. Okay, uh, that is a five total. All right, so uh, it's uh, menial work, um, and at, at a certain point, you know, just everything just starts to get on your nerves, but you're able to keep it down. Um, you uh, you said you rolled three successes. Yes. All right. So uh, you you definitely are able going to be able to to clean out the air scrubbers in time. Uh, you get two stunts uh, again, plus one to a later roll, uh, half the time. Um, uh, the rest really don't apply yeah. other than show off. I'll take half the time and plus one to another heavy, uh, heavy machinery later. Okay. So it, it's going to take you both uh, about two, two to three hours to, to do this. So you're, you're, you're pretty much going to be dedicated to doing this for, for the next couple hours. Yeah. Um, like, damn it, pal. No. Okay. You got to be careful there, pal. Uh, I mean, unless, unless you want to crisp yourself, be careful, please. You know, kind of wipe the sweat off of her. I was like, okay, jeez. And, okay. and it's very, and uh, Dr. Powell, it is very hard to hear him. Uh, you know, as he's uh, doing that, you, at one point, you, you think that he's actually telling you to go over to, to one of the spots and you, 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 you get to about really close to touch it and he grabs your hand before you get. No, nope. did you, did you not hear what I said? Sorry. It was garbled. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I get it. I'm sorry. Just, I don't, I don't want you frying yourself, you know, appreciate under my watch. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'll try to be even more careful. All right. Um, 
Harker and Reed, we'll, we'll get, I'll get to you in, in a second. Um, Captain Paul and Joe, and you're up in the, uh, the bridge with Johns and Clayton. Um, uh, Captain, were you, did you want to take the, the, the vaccine? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and give me a stamina roll. You uh, will just roll stamina. Uh, actually, I think it's just stamina that, that you roll. Stamina. Oh, there it is. I got just, zero in stamina. In stamina? Yeah, there's nothing in stamina. Uh, stamina. All right. So, so um, stamina plus. Uh, sorry, I, 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 yeah, I, I forgot that stamina was a, a skill. So, stamina plus strength plus stress. Oh, two sixes and no ones. No stress. Awesome. All right. So uh, you take the um, the injection of the vaccine. Uh, you uh, it, you know you can feel it. You know, kind of going through through your body. Uh, it hurts. The the site is sore, but you know, n- nothing uh, seems to happen. Not that you would expect it to. Um, Joe, you're you're also up there. Uh, there are two more. Um, Johns and Clayton are kind of looking at you. Mm. expectantly uh, wondering if you're going to take the uh, uh I'll, I'll wait and see how cap handles it all uh if i could have a word just for a minute captain yeah. um and just kind of draw him aside uh i think if you want to have any kind of conversations with mother on the ship it's missing the key and i think i may have seen it swimming in black goo in the, in the science lab shit <clears throat> No manual override, probably. Yeah. It's a highly high security security area. I don't know how we're going to survive on this ship for three months, waiting for no, somebody to get here. They don't. They don't have any idea what their supplies are like. We probably should check the mess hall and get an assessment of that. They're, they're, their supplies are seventy years old. That, that's true. Even canned food would be yeah. seventy years old. So you you do know from from being on these ships that the uh, the captain uh, or within the captain's chair would be the emergency access key for mother. Uh, you also know that the company agents would have access to mother as well. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the emergency access keys are pretty universal. Mm-hmm. So so it's likely that uh, Harker would also have access ah. to it. And, and Harker, you would know this as well, obviously. Just to put out there, not suggesting anything, but uh, what would 1200 degrees do to these cards? Are they like just solid metal chunks and they'd withstand that or are they plastic and just be melted? No, they're, they're, they're metal. Um, uh, you, you are able to, to uh, you, you find that you're not, a, you don't need to get it to that uh, high of temperature because oh. that would likely melt the, the metal. Uh, but, you know, you, it, when you get, bring the, um, the torch close enough to the, um, uh, to the moat, they basically burst into flame and then kind of, you know, fizzle away. Okay. So, so you, you, you are able to start, slowly start to get rid of them. However, it does uh, take a while to do because you have to get pretty close and it's slow going as you're doing that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check the captain's chair to see if I can find an access key. You find and where the access key used to be, it's but there. it's not there. And actually, 
uh, you know, Harker's Key is 70 years newer. It might be, they might have yeah, changed coding and stuff he, like that. Yeah. But what's her name probably has one. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to tackle Clayton, you know, better you than me, I suppose. Um, I, I'm worried this thing is still on the ship somewhere. Uh, I, and I've been kind of keeping an eye on the camera feeds that I'm seeing. I haven't seen anything. I don't know if we should have someone dedicated to watching that. I don't know. I, I think we all, once we get everything up and running, we have to purge the ship of, of anything that's like that. Um, because all we got left is the ship. We need to, yeah, we need to salvage yeah. the ship. We need dire. To, we need well, to get what, paid. What do you need I mean, me I, to do? What do you need me to do? You're, I, I trust that you know exactly what you're doing. And, all right. Uh, we got to get the ship up and moving. Yeah. Um, what a shit show. You know, tell me, I'm just glad you made it back. I was a little worried that uh, that wasn't going to be the case. Oh, you know me. Uh, where is Clayton right now? Uh, she's in the bridge. Uh, she and John are. Oh, John's she's are, here. Yeah, she's they, they're both in the bridge. I assume that you were kind of talking on your yeah. private comms. Yeah. Um, she, they're, they're both just kind of sitting around, uh, looking around the room, trying to you know see, assess the damage. Um, she is uh, acting very impatient uh, as well. She's uh, obviously you know not happy. Um, she's got other things on her mind. I'm I'm going to go over to her and. Uh, say, Miss Clayton, do you have an access key to the mother? Uh, I need says, access. Yes. Why, why do you need to access mother? Because we're going to get the ship up and going. Well, we need to make the repairs in order for it to to get up and going. Mother needs to assist us in that. I need access. Any access you need, you can do through the, the captain station. Can I? You, you can... Uh, do um, so you you can't access uh, like the like you can't ask mother questions through the uh, uh, um, uh, captain station uh, like you could within uh, the uh, mother's uh, room, uh, but you can you know have her run diagnostics and, and things like that. Right. Well, Miss Clayton, you don't seem to understand. We are in a life and death situation here. Give me your access key. Like, I don't think you understand. You're not authorized to go in there. And she looks over at John's and says, tell him. And John's is kind of, he just shrugs. You're talking about authorization from 70 years ago. This is now my ship. I've had to destroy my own ship because of something your ship did to my ship. By all celestial law, your ship is mine now. She says, I don't know if I agree with that. You're, the, the ship is the property of Wayland Utani, not uh, Wayland Utani, which you are an employee of. And, and I'm sure that they will reward, reward you well for bringing this back. However, until that time happens, you're not in charge. John's is, unless he relinquishes control to you. And I, I reach for my pistol and realize that it's missing. Fuck. <laughs> I'll toss you mine. If I see you, if I see you reaching for it, I'll toss you mine. Here you go, Cap. She tosses me hers. Uh, I'm going to put a put my gun to her head and say, "Hand me over your access key." 
lady, we're the only reason you're alive right now. You're welcome, by the way. So you can use your command talent to... Only on my own crew. uh, Well, I I would say that that might apply here uh, as well. Okay. If you can can convince her to um, that that you are the highest ranking officer uh, or John's that you're the highest ranking officer, then then it would apply. And yes, I think that this would definitely be a manipulation role against her. um, uh, Actually, uh, if you want, go ahead and and roll manipulation if you want to try to convince either of them to do it. Okay, I could zero manipulation, but I got five in empathy. If you bring me in on comms, I can help. And then what does pull rank do? Pull do I get rank. extra? Let me see. Is that a, your talent? That's my talent. Yeah. When the fighting started, I probably did a personal calm to Harker. Like, we have a situation we may need your help with up here in the bridge. Uh. Oh, pull rank. You can use your command skill to order other non-officer PCs and NPCs around as long as they belong to the same organization as you. Um, to force someone uh, roll command against the target's manipulation. Uh, if you are successful, uh, you they follow your order. However, your stress level increases by one each time you do this. So okay. you are within the same organization as her, so you can use pull rank uh, and you will roll command against uh, her manipulation if you okay. like. Right, let me see what her manipulation is. It's gonna be high. Manipulation is empathy, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? Out of, um, out of out of eight dots, nothing. So no ones, but your your stress did go up by one. Um, you you try to uh, uh, kind of command her this. Um, she gets really frazzled, um, and however, uh, she does not um, relent. I, I will tell you, just uh, you know, this is probably metagaming a little bit. She got two successes. I can't um, believe I got none. <laughs> that's how, how this works. Private, uh, private comms to the captain. Cap, I, I already told Harper he might need to come up. Just might be best to let it go for now. I don't know. Is it the Clayton woman? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> we don't have the key to mother, and we we need comms to her. And she's uh, intransigent. She's, she, yeah, okay. She's being it's, withholding. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've been seeing if my uh, access key works on this ship, access key card. And uh, my correct mother, that my access key card is effective, even though, yes. like, we've, it's a, it's a much newer but more powerful version, so it's okay. All right, I um, I don't want to leave. Okay, so are, are Reed and I having any effect cleaning things off uh, in, the, in the reactor? How is that? I don't want to leave anybody down here to get their head crushed, but I'm... So, 
So, so you would have gotten down there right about this time, the time this started to happen, uh, and, okay. and would have started cleaning. Okay. Well, if you want to, Hark Ren, come down there, meet you, get it from you. Did you, did I hear Coleman right? Did you get hurt? Do you need some medicine or something? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got, I got, uh, you know, I got clunked in the shoulder with something. I'm fine. Okay. All right. Well, I can, I mean, I can meet you down there. Grab from you if you like. Yeah, I don't love any, I mean, I don't want you traveling down through the ship alone either. I don't, until we locate all possible unfriendlies. True. I want, I, I think, and I think the captain backed me up that we should be at least in pairs. Um, if, you know, if you can wait half a shift to, to, to get ac- better access to mother, uh, or you could, I can try to talk sense into Clayton if there's anything in her skull except for ambition. You know, she's got 70 years of pay that I have access to controlling whether she gets or not. I mean, it's only half time, but I'm sure she wants it. It's your call, Cap. I don't know. Oh, well, I was thinking if if this were cinematic and in a movie, I would have lifted my gun back up like this and punched her square in the face. <laughs> uh, but instead, I'm I'm so stressed right now. Uh, I'm going to go hand my gun to Josephine. And, have a seat, Cap. Have a seat. We'll have it. Go sit in the chair. We'll get it handled. I mean, if you guys Parker and I'll keep, sort it. If you could keep Johns and Clayton busy, just like cleaning up the melted panels and that. Yeah, that does need to happen. Frayed wiring. Then maybe they'll like be busy and quiet for a little while, like other children. And to be fair to them, they've been on ice for seventy years. They might not even be fully on board yet you know they might be quite reasonable and if they have a day of actual oxygen um so yeah i i'm i'm prepared to put like the the shift that they're doing in the air scrubbers uh down here in the reactor chamber and see i mean again lights were coming on when we first started to clean things up down here I want to see there was some kind of barricade we saw on the screens when that was first visited. Is there anything like furniture was piled up in a corner? Yeah. So the uh, when you get down there, um, the it looks like, you know, something had like tore up a bunch of furniture and built like almost like a bizarre nest in in one corner of the room. Uh, There's just like a lot of furniture and debris just kind of piled up. Um, uh, basically, yeah, in, in a corner, there's this like yellowish white resin covering most of the, the, the chamber in here. And that's what you're really cleaning up uh, as you start to kind of like chip away at, at this resin uh, that uh, slowly starts to bring things back online. Um, so I'd like to read to assess that barricade slash nest situation over there. And if we were to break that up with extra arms on hand, I mean, she knows more about the infestation than I do. I do not want a crushed head. This is very precious to me. Um, so she, uh, she, she looks at it and kind of tells you, you know, look, I haven't, I haven't seen anything like this before. Um, it's when we were with all the, the crap that was going on before, none of that was, was like this. 
And is the furniture like pasted together with this goop? Uh, no, not really. No, uh, the, the resin is really just around uh, everything else uh, along the walls and, and things like that. This stuff is actually you know, pretty clear from it. All right. I'm going to I'm going to open comms again and share camera like so we're cleaning up the, the panels down here and occasionally something twitches back online making progress. I don't really want to turn my back through this pile of junk. Um, and we don't have any kind of, maybe Powell, do you have any idea? Can you assess the danger of, oh, I can only hear like a screaming of metal on his Yeah, tongue. Yeah, uh, they, uh, uh, Coleman and uh, Powell, they, they can't really hear much over the, um, the comms. This is way too loud. A judgment call, Captain. Do you think we should try to clear this area up just to make sure there's nothing hiding in there or like a bunch of, I don't know, like a, a nest of Cooper's head monsters? Be extremely careful. Um, All right. So if I have Reed behind me with the shotgun ready and I just take one piece at a time off and move it away. I mean, what again, are you trying to get? What are you trying to get at? I'm trying to make sure there's nothing in there that's going to, as soon as we like are both busy scraping this goop off, that's actually helping the machinery. Like, I don't want somebody to jump out and, I don't know, crush my head. That's what I don't want. I want, I want this precious egg intact. Yeah. Be, be, be very careful. The first sign of anything weird, get the fuck out of there. Okay. All right. I can see that authorization, unless somebody's got a better idea. We'll go ahead with that. And then we'll keep with regular cleanup. Okay. Yeah, you, you start doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Joe, where, where were you headed? Or, or were you just, did you end up staying up in the bridge? Uh, it sounded like Harker was just going to make his way up. <clears throat> you know, if, 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 if Captain, are you okay with waiting? Yeah. Okay, until he's done. All right. Okay. Um, so you, uh, uh, Captain and, and Joe, you, you both are um, just kind of you know, staying up in the bridge, uh, doing things. I, if you want, I will count this as you resting and you can remove uh, another point of stress. Um, the, the rest of you are, are kind of working through everything. Uh, Ernest, uh, you are able to kind of dismantle that. It, it takes you because you're, you're trying to dismantle it all. Uh, some of the stuff was just like really shoved in there. Um, so it takes you uh, a good hour or so to clean that up. Um, the, the red, and then you start to getting on the resin and, and the resin on the walls, you know, once you start working on that, that only takes you like maybe a half an hour to, to get that. Uh, and once that happens, the, the, the reactor comes back. Uh, up to uh, about 80% power, which uh, is probably the highest it's going to get uh, without you know, full repairs. There is a radiation leak in there. Your, your suit is protecting you from that, uh, but there is a radiation leak. And so you're going to need like some major repairs uh, beyond what you can do uh, within here. Um, Herb and uh, Dr. Flynn, um, both of you, uh, are in there, uh, working on everything. Um, actually, let me ask. Uh, so everybody is still keeping their, their suits on, right? Yeah. All yes. right. G give me uh, another roll. F. Uh, another air supply roll. I mean, still good. No one. Lost an hour. Uh, Joe, what are you down to? I'm down to two. Okay. Hey, no one's that time. 
So I'm so still at two. All right. As um, I'm working, you know, as I'm scrubbing, you know, just yelling over comms to pal to lose something, pal. Oh, uh, um, how, how many air did my suit start with? Uh, since I got a, a different suit, I, I don't think I ever got that number. Oh, uh, you're right. I probably never gave that to you. Uh, we'll say four. Four. Okay, thanks. I need to roll one more die. Okay, cool. Still good. All right. So as I'm scrubbing, just yelling over comms as we take a short break, you know, to rest our arms, like as, as pal is blasting one of those, those balls, like, so what is this shit again? I mean, what are the, these, these things? And, and, and is this what made that thing bust out of that guy's face? Um, in a roundabout way. Yes. The, these, uh, this spore, here, these sacs produce these spores, and if you inhale them, it causes a mutation to start in the body. And if left running amok, it will end up festering into a, a burster. Uh, we've nicknamed them. And you, uh, and you brought this stuff up from the planet you were on? Um, yeah, we had samples on board just in the science bay. We did not realize at the time um, the, the infection was very slow rate. So it had infiltrated the science module security already. And then by the time we realized that, that was uh, getting out of hand, that's when we evacuated and then decided to e uh, eject the module for our own safety but but it spread so quickly much faster than we had realized that it actually it uh ended up infecting some of the crew members on board that's what we were rushing to to complete the vaccine and that's how we sort of halted it but it had already taken toll on our crew of 17 and this ship was just growing like on this planet you were on or i mean like was it native to it um oh 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 mother could i have my memory accessed a little better <laughs> i'm sorry what was the question again what what uh, were the what's the what the spores or whatever native do they seem native to this planet they were on um they were on the planet yes you you were not part of the the biological team to assess that if they were native yeah. i mean um, so you're, you're going through, you're, you're kind of having this conversation, um, as this is going on, you know, you're kind of getting close to the end, uh, yeah, about two hours have, have passed, um, back up in the bridge, uh, Johns and Clayton are, are kind of there. Um, Clayton is, uh, you know, again, you know, not happy with what happened. Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, so, um, as this is going on, um, you know, you all are just kind of doing your own thing. Uh, Harker, you get done with what you want, uh, wanted uh, to do. Um, they, you were, are able to clean everything up and, and start heading back. Um, yeah, Joe, here. we should, I, we, we seem to be at 80%. If that matches what you've got, we're going to need to send a team down uh, for better radiation shielding. But Reed and I are coming toward the bridge unless Captain has a better idea. Yep, that okay I'm with sorry, you? what was your question? 
Uh, we're going to move back up to the bridge. All right. Uh, Reed and I um, keeping eyes out. Uh, we've done as much as we can do by the reactor. Yeah. All right. Um, you, you start heading up uh, to, to the room, uh, to, to the bridge. Um, Captain, when, uh, you, you kind of started to, to daze uh, and, you know, just not, not go in and out of consciousness or anything like that. Um, you're, you're just kind of, you know, it's been a long day. You're exhausted. Uh, and Jim's you kind of look around and, and you realize that, that Joe is not in the room with you anymore. Um, uh, Herb and uh, Dr. Powell. Uh, go ahead and make observation rolls at a minus two. So nice. remove two, move to remove two dice from the total pool. I include our stress dice as well. Yes. So minus two and then plus the stress dice. Okay. Yes. Uh, no successes, no ones on stress dice. Okay. Um, aha, one six, no ones. Awesome. Uh, and so. You uh, are, uh, let's see here. Um, you are in the, the air scrubbers, uh, just kind of finishing up. Uh, Herb, you're going through and you're, you are uh, double checking everything, making sure things are good. Uh, Dr. Powell, you are kind of doing the same thing. You're, you're looking around, you are making sure that, um, you know, there aren't any of those kind of like fungal moats anywhere when you're, you're kind of start looking up the shaft and, and the shaft goes the entire length uh, of the, of the ship, not length, uh, uh, height of, of the ship, you, where you're at, uh, in deck, uh, what is it? A, uh, no. Yeah. Deck A, uh, you know, most of it is below you. There's basically like far down below you probably starting around deck C or so there is a uh, shaft of water and then it goes up to the top of the ship from where you're at. So it probably goes a good, maybe like 20 or 30 feet above you. Um, Dr. Flynn, you're looking and you notice that there's some movement, uh, somewhere in kind of the darkness, uh, above there, there's no lights really in here. Um, other than what was coming from your helmets. Uh, but uh, towards the, the top, you notice that, you know, just for the briefest of seconds that you, you, you thought you saw some movement. Oh, I take a step towards, uh, <clears throat> towards Herb and, and uh, tap him on the shoulder, pointing up. And then over the comms, I, something moved up there. Something moved up there, I'm sure of it. Uh, over the rest of the comms? Uh, all you hear is Flynn, uh, his voice just barely coming in, and, but the, you just hear the, the loud machinery. Um, Ernest, uh, as you are making your way back towards the bridge, uh, is there any particular way that you wanted to go or are you just kind of he heading up there? Uh, I think I would actually have Reed uh, suggesting the most efficient and safest route. Um, so front and her behind with her shotgun handy. Okay. So uh, she uh, su suggests uh, going around kind of the, the starboard right side of the ship. Yeah. Starboard, starboard, right. Mm -hmm. um, the starboard side of the ship, because that's where the least amount of damage happened uh, just in case, you know, something happens with uh, the, the areas that were um, uh, the, where, where the explosions happened. Uh, you, this way takes you along where the mess hall is. Uh, hmm. because it's on that side of the ship on deck B. So as you're, you're walking past the mess hall, uh, you know, you just kind of instinctively glance in and you can see the mess hall is just, uh, it, 
there there isn't a better description of it it is just a mess there are food stores just all over the place the the food has been left uh rotten and exposed uh there's uh regular mold that has kind of covered it uh, from years and years and years of uh just just sitting there um it looks like uh that uh, there uh, is just all damage everywhere. It's just a huge mess. But you also see uh, kind of lying uh, near one of the, uh, the the table in in the center of the room, these two feet sticking out. Uh, and you can uh, they it's a little bit unusual because it's they're not they're definitely human feet. Uh, probably female, uh, but they look uh, normal, not not like the uh, the bodies you have seen lying around the 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 ship. Are they the color of living flesh? They are. Reed, can you see this? Uh, Reed uh, look looks at you. Um, yeah, as you glance back to her, you can see that her her face is kind of a little bit red, uh, more reddish uh, than normal. But uh, she says she looks at it in, uh, the feet and says, "Yeah, that uh, that almost looks like Ava. Uh, that her 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 feet. She always wore those pants and those shoes." Uh, Universal comes. We may have found the synthetic in the mess hall. Uh, I, I'm going to take a. We're going to take a short shortcut i'm going to leave sound open um as we go in uh carefully uh, be careful you got it captain uh again i think reed you better be behind me with the shotgun and i've got the pistol out press in all right so you uh you start walking in um as you get closer, uh, you notice on, so the, the way that the mess hall is set up, it's a, a you know, a, a decent sized room. There's one very long table with chairs all around it. And then behind on the far side of the wall is kind of like the, the kitchen area with the food stores. And that's where most of the, the mess is. Uh, as you get closer, you can see uh, th- this woman uh, lying on the ground. Uh, she looks to be in her twenties. Uh, again, um, because she's uh, she's not like decomposed or anything like that. Uh, as you get closer, you can see uh, her fully, uh, and you can even see where her head is. Uh, there is a white milky liquid that has uh, kind of spread out and dried all around it, which is a telltale sign of a synthetic. Yeah, we found the synth, folks. Uh, it. I don't know that we're gonna we're gonna need. I think she's gonna need some work. Uh, you, uh, and also, we don't have a lot of food. You also notice that on the table uh, are a number of like origami animals that uh, somebody has made out of out of metal uh, at some point, uh, like like folded. There's like uh, dozens of these. Um, going back to Herb and uh, Doctor Flynn, uh, Doctor Flynn, you, you are backing. Oh, so you were you were backing towards uh, uh, Coleman and kind of pointing. Uh, Coleman, you look up. Uh, in it's uh, darkness there, uh, but as you both are looking up there, you see this head start to appear out of the darkness. It is this smooth, eyeless head that uh, looks elongated and pointed uh, as uh, it kind of emerges from the darkness about 10 or so feet above you. Uh, its mouth, its uh, upper jaw 
protrudes out, uh, exposing these rows of sharp teeth. Both of you take a stress. Ernest, as you are going and looking at uh, Ava, you hear this loud crash and commotion behind you. Uh, You spin around instinctively and see Reed standing over you. Her face is now even more red than it was even a couple seconds ago. She has taken one of the chairs and just thrown it across the room. She's holding her shotgun in one other hand and is just breathing heavily and looks at you and says, you are not supposed to be here. And with that, we're going to stop for today. Our players included David Gassaway, Holly Buto, Kent Blue, Stuart Lipley, and myself with Tyler Hudak as mother. Uh, We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the dark future and the alien role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.